swords and handle art to spark souls and charge souls to cross roads and bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest and store some legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's a grand theft of old scrolls simon's quest the drone earl rock shoes to air clue keeps the exit gaming news the police get some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. y'all. This is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is A Dub. You can find us at control issues.com. You can also go over to your podcast provider, whoever that may be. Look for Control Issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. Go on over to Twitter. My Control Issues is the handle and pop on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure. AMC, how you living? Living well, living full. It's not quite Thanksgiving, but your boy had a, a ton of turkey the previous night. So yes. I'm, I'm still feeling the, uh, the lingering effects of wanting to sleep constantly. <laughs> where did you get a bunch of turkey? Oh, it was uh, Marissa's parents went over there, went to the in-laws and they cooked it up because we're doing all small Thanksgivings rather than having one super spreader event (laughs) in the family. Uh, That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. So we're trying to be responsible. So uh, rather than doing one big one, the the families are going to do just immediate family. And so we did Marissa's parents this weekend and then Thanksgiving uh, be at my mom's with just a, a small group of people enjoying some more turkey. There you go. How about yourself, Adele? How you been? Uh, chilling. Just looking for apartments, following leads, making phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> you you a, you a reporter? <laughs> <laughs> Chasing ambulances, <laughs> sleeping with cops. <laughs> <laughs> I always like that part in like the movies where it's like the reporters like putting their clothes back on and then the, the guy's like, all right, so here's the information. Yeah. <laughs> that was just an accepted thing. Like that's the that's the money on the nightstand moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, just yeah, man. Dude, looking for an apartment, you know, playing games, thinking about, you know, trying to draw and read again now that I've kind of settled into my lifestyle got my thanksgiving haircut yes <laughs> doing that just that cut saving money trying to spend less you got movember going on got the mustache <laughs> no nah, i cut everything down yesterday <laughs> i don't i mean i respect what that's about but i don't i don't get involved yeah but that's just me so yeah. whatever yeah but that's about it chilling how about how about video games? How you been with how you been there? Well, you know what I'm doing. Uh, I now that I'm a free agent, I believe I told you guys I platinum control. Yes, that was a fantastic time. I used the guide because I needed to find hidden rooms in the game, and doing that awards you with ability points that you then have to spend until you get to 100, which unlocks the trophy for that. 
So, yeah, that was a little frustrating, but use the guide, and it was just a fun little, like, scavenger hunt going on. That was awesome. Found a bunch of side quests in the mission I didn't know exist. I mean, I still have areas in the game that I haven't discovered yet that probably have more side missions, but overall, the game was fantastic, and yeah, that was awesome. Being a free agent, I decided it's time to play the games that I've been meaning to get back to, but had taken a chance on. I believe I told you guys about this last week, but I played just a little more of Red Dead, looking at the, the unique situations that the system produces, riding through sandstorms, watching the lightning striking the planes, causing fires. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, I mean, I could speak volumes about Red Dead 2 and the various situations you get into. But that's not necessary. I've uh, been playing a little more Borderlands 3. I've been playing with my original character, Moe's. And I finished the game with her. But she was leveled lower than the Siren that I was running. So I, re I reached max level with the Siren. And then I loaded up Moe's just to like try to get her to max level. And it's kind of cool getting back into the whole gunner mentality of just endless bullets setting everything on fire <laughs> and just all your all your perks oriented around your firepower because of with the siren your perks were oriented around your your ability to apply all kinds of elemental damage as well as amplifying that as well as keeping you alive too so the siren had regenerating health and also like improving all your shields, improving your elemental damage, improving your, your phase grasp and what happens when you activate it as well as when it when it wears off. But with the gunner, it's like it's all guns and like there's a perk where you get you get bonuses if you're using more equipment from one manufacturer. So if you just got all four Malawan guns, you're getting a big damage boost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but overall, it's just a great time revisiting these games. I know I got to buckle in and get over to Bioshock Infinite as well as Divinity 2. Those are the two games that I really want to knock off the list. Uh, but during all this, especially after getting the Platinum for Control, that just prompted me to go back and look through my trophies for all the games to see if I have any easy ones that I could just go back and get. I know I got to get Ghost of Tsushima. I'm sure I could get something like it. what there was Ghost of Tsushima. You can get Spider-Man if you wanted to. I heard that one's not too tough. You can get Spider-Man if I wanted to. There's even like I can't even get into it because I can't think of the games. Get um <laughs> Rebel Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Did that have a platinum? It does. I could get that actually. I think I looked at that list. Yeah. And that's very doable. It's just a lot of doable ones, so I might shift over to that while also trying to complete games. But enough about me. AMC, what have you been playing? This week has just been Doom. I've been rolling with the Doom guy all week. Man, hey, um, his character has been growing on me. As I, as I mentioned in the previous weeks, like there's a lot of the story isn't really revealed. Like You're just kind of a killing machine, and you know that you hate demons, but you don't really know his motivations beyond that. And then as they get into the lore, they bridge the two games and they're bridging them really well. I'll say at this point, like I, I completely understand the doom story and in a way where it's not just here is hell. 
they got portals and you got to fight off hell. It's this whole thing where like the aliens made a deal with the devil and now they <laughs> the trade off is they're they're trading the lives of the quote unquote sinners to the demons uh, in order for being in order for access to the the hellish the hellish magic I guess that they can then infuse into their weapons, and so because of that the Doom Slayer has been screwed over not only once but twice because first it was by hell but then it was by his own and so now he's just mad at everybody and because of that it just makes the character that much more interesting and he's just such a badass he's on all the steroids and he's been given his power from the god machine <laughs> so it enhanced his ability really yeah yeah there is um <clears throat> there was a rogue i guess priest who took him aside and was like basically i know what you're all about and i know that you're basically humanity's salvation so i'm gonna just enhance your abilities and that's why that's why the doom slayer is like just so badass is because he's been enhanced um and yeah and so at this point i just got a new weapon i thought i was done getting weapons after the bfg but now there's a, a sword that they also equip you with later on in the game and, oh. and, uh, <laughs> and that sword is basically it it's uh one-shotting as far as i know heavies and lower it might one-shot supers i doubt it but it's um it says basically you get four attacks and each attack is enough to take down one demon. So you obviously don't want to use it on like little minions mm -hmm. you use it on the stronger guys. And it only replenishes by pickups within the world. So I'm guessing it's a lot like the BFG where you don't uh, replenish it as easily as you do ammo, which is basically just taking a chainsaw to a, to a dude. And then he drops a bunch of ammo. It's you have to, um, yeah, it's pre-placed stuff. So you have to be very selective with how you use the weapon. Um, but so you're is, definitely saving that for like either big encounters or like the run up to the final encounter. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's uh, they let me play with it. And so I haven't had a ton of usage with it, but in the opening where it said, oh, I bet you want to try out this weapon. Well, here is just a little arena with a bunch of demons and a bunch of ammo for you to keep using your sword. And so you really get to see the the possibilities with it. And it's it's fucking just dominant it's awesome it's it's great because D doom is all all is pretty much known for its uh guns but to have like one of its stronger weapons be a melee weapon is it's a great addition i'll say <laughs> to that world um so yeah doom has pretty much been what's occupying my time I'm, I'm assuming i must be somewhat near the end of the game uh based on the fact that i've taken down what seemed to be the main bad guys other than the bad guy um so it's like the 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 generals uh to the commander i've taken out the generals at this point and um so yeah it's uh it seems like it's it's approaching climax time which is great uh, but yeah doom has it's been great we'll we'll discuss a little bit more as we get into um one of our topics of the week when it comes to game of the year discussions but uh yeah it's it's right up there it's a it's a debate right now but right. yeah you know what, with that, A-Dub, let's just get right into the topics of the week. Top topics of the week. Are we going to start them off with a secret? Hit them with some secret time. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> that Burt Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> secret time. I believe uh, we reported last week that there was some, how you say, uh, fuckery going on in Demon Souls, there was a door no one had ever seen before. Somebody used photo mode to go to the other side of the door and saw that there was something 
that could be picked up behind the door, but nobody knew how to open the door, what's behind the door. Well, somebody, somebody figured it out. So, yes, we are happy to report that at long last, the secret door in Demon Souls has been solved. And we're going to tell you how it's done. Let's see. As it turns out, the solution to opening the door lay with one of the new items added to the Demon Souls remake, the ceramic coin. These coins were hidden across different fractured worlds with either pure white or pure black tendency. The design on the coin matched the design on the mysterious door, which is why it seems smart to start collecting these coins. And that proved to be the answer. Uh, Distortion 2, who was the first to point out the importance of the ceramic coin, traded in 26 to Sparkly the Crow, an item trader in Shrine of Storms, and received in return a rusted key. So what was behind the door? A veranda with a corpse, but on that corpse is a full penetrator armor set and sword. Mm, that penetrator? That penetrator. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this news is coming at you from Matt TM Kim from IGN. <laughs> yeah, the mystery is solved. We got we got a new armor set, got a new weapon. Some people you can add that to your build and your your costuming. AMC, how do you feel about the the somewhat brief life of this secret as it came and went within a week? Yeah, um, it's awesome. Just in that it's. You assume that this game was more or less just this, like a remaster, uh, but just uh, a better version of the previous game. But to know that they added some new content uh, to this game is um, it's a welcome addition. Uh, I love the idea of it just being new armor. Uh, I'm curious to see what the um, if there are different abilities that were, I guess, placed on this armor that make you a little bit stronger. I know people are always looking for any bit of edge that they can get to uh, take down the lurker <laughs> or any other problems in the world out there and so uh yeah that's, that's a pretty cool uh a cool thing for them to do i like when games kind of put in secrets and don't let the public know and they leave it up to the public to find out i believe it was like mario 35 luigi's in the game but nintendo didn't let people know so people just had to stumble across that and then they eventually figured out how to be able to play as uh, luigi in mario 35 um how do you do it? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't even remember at this point. I did, oh, I, uh, <laughs> I'd have to pull it up on Nintendo Life. Uh, yeah. And then uh, there's always what Destiny. Destiny will always add like something new that has to get unlocked after people beat whenever, whatever new raid comes out. Whenever then, people are tired of looking for loot caves. Yeah, exactly. They, they do the raid. Some new content comes out, and then people have to figure out that content. So I like that uh, when developers kind of just add things into their games, but without explanation. Yeah, that's awesome. Moving on to our next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. What you got, AMC? Oh, yes. Uh, this coming by way of IO Interactive, the people that you know and love for making the the Hitman games, the, the yes. ones that you can kill a guy with a... A can of a can of soup of chunky tomato soup. <laughs> um, I picked up. A, I was like in a basement, and some dude, like the patrolling security at I think it was at a hotel or something. It's like a dude. He came out. He had on like the whole outfit, the fuck, 
fucking like blue with red stripes and shit. He comes in and he's like, hey, what are you doing down here? You can't be out here. And I picked up a screwdriver. I I still wasn't used to like the melee controls. I wanted to do like some Jason Bourne shit to him because I seen that in the commercials at the time. End up just jamming the screwdriver in his eye, killed him one shot. <laughs> <laughs> that did. <laughs> yeah. it, like, it was it was in there. I had to move his body. Took his outfit, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it went along my way. Yeah, man. It's just Hitman is such a great game. I think it is an outstanding foundation upon which to build a James Bond 007 experience. If anybody can get this done, I didn't uh, get into that yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the makers of Hitman. Oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> are working on a 007 game (laughs) so yeah um real quick and then we'll get into that adub um so they just said project 007 working title features a wholly original bond story and we'll see players earn their 00 status in the very first james bond origin story so 00 status um if you don't know about the lore of james bond is when you get your first kill that's when you get that 00 so uh yeah so we're gonna we're gonna basically go on james bond's I'm, I'm assuming first mission ever which is pretty awesome so yeah continue what yeah. you were saying Adam. so is the whole game gonna be that one mission nah i, I don't know because uh to be honest i haven't played this current iteration of hitman but i know that they're all about kind of creating worlds that you can move through in order to play off your objective so i'm guessing that there there's gonna be multiple missions i'm assuming and then which will, I guess, climax in your big mission. Um, so yeah, that. But we don't really know anything more about this game. Uh, I know. That, did you ever watch a uh, Casino Royale? Oh yeah, yeah. And so in that movie, they there were flashbacks to like his first mission. Um, I believe in the opening of the movie when he killed the dude in the. Uh, <laughs> I think he drowned him in a um, what is it in the in a fo- in a sink <laughs> like 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 I took him and then beat his ass and then drowned him in it um and that was like kind of like what set the tone for the movie and so uh i believe um it'll be something along those lines who knows how they're going to carry it out but all we know right now is it's early james bond so y- you're a little wet behind the ears at this point so then that also leaves room for progression from beginning to end yeah it's like not only do you get that first kill, become 007, but you gain the skills, the mastery, the arsenal that make you a 007. Yeah, what I like too is just the idea that um, they've made these Hitman games. And so they can really go into the, I guess, the spy aspect of James Bond if they're going to use that foundation of Hitman to carry over into 007. Because, like, you know, everybody who played what the golden eye on n64 they remember this basically this first person shooter um that also had a uh, proximity mines and remote detonate mines and things along those lines mm-hmm. but um yeah like this one seems uh, the assumption would be it would lean more into what they've been doing with hitman and just having these worlds full of npcs that you interact with in order to carry out your missions um so yeah i mean what do you think about them working on a 007 game I think it's outstanding. And now thinking more of James Bond in the scope of like what Hitman has established, it's a perfect fit because if you look at the structure of a Hitman game, it's, you know, 
it's mission structure, but each of those missions is like its own world, as you're describing, where it's a world you move through and there are NPCs you have to interact with in order to progress. So with 007, I feel like they could they could give you the tutorial mission where you get the first kill and become 007. And then after that, just give you his first missions that he ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have everything. The thing um, I want to see from them that has me most interested is if they're going to even attempt to represent car chases and how that's going to go. Because that's a big part of the whole James Bond experience is the, the Aston Martin car chases, just all the near misses, the outrageous maneuvers. <laughs> it's a lot going on there. Yeah, what I the thing that I would think too is um I know how people were with with Doom and not wanting this, but Bond is the type of game that's made for like a hub world where you go back to your base, you talk to that inventor guy who has his new gadget for you to yeah. take with you into the world, and you talk to Money Penny, <laughs> who's the uh, he has Money Penny, he has was it M, so like you have all those characters that you can interact with before you go on missions. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they how much they like go into that aspect of i guess what is it um mi6 um or each just... each different level could have a different bond girl <laughs> yes yeah. like that's your local contact yeah and, and she she has to die eventually because they all die <laughs> oh jeez oh that's a lot i don't know if i can handle that <laughs> Yeah, that would be cool though, having the car with like the gadgets, being able to flip over, have have rockets in the in the lights. <laughs> but you you'd also have to trust people to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, was, the, the car chases ruined the game. It reminds me of the Batman, the Batmobile. <laughs> exactly. But this is exciting news. I'm very much looking forward to whatever IO Interactive comes out with. I was I can't help but feel like I was spiritually responsible for this happening because I don't know if it was last week or just within the past month or some time, but I've been thinking a lot about James Bond. It's just like, it's it's about time for another James Bond game, like a third person open world James Bond game. And here we are. So you're welcome, gamers. Control issues made that happen. What else you got, A-Dub? Our next topic of the week. Top topic, topic of, of the, the week. week. Of the week. <laughs> uh, so, despite all the news, despite all the delays, despite all the broken hearts and the salty tears, it's beginning to look like cyberpunk is indeed just about done because we got some leaked images of the physical versions of the game arriving in warehouses. So it is out in the wild. Maybe this December release date is indeed ironclad, but we shall soon see. However, while looking at the packaging for the game, we see some some information that some people might find interesting. It's gonna be two discs, and you're going to need 70 gigs minimum. AMC, what are you deleting? Man, I already got rid of Apex Legends, so I don't know what I'm going to have to remove. But, I mean, the fact that they delayed this game 
for the day one patch, you can expect that day one patch to fucking break your console. <laughs> like, you're gonna, Probably 30 gigs to yeah, get the other Yeah, it's like, you're going to have to get an external hard drive, divide up the memory over the four of them. <laughs> I mean, the game should just be $200 and come on an external hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to get to. Games need to be expensive and they need to come on their own, like, like basically cartridges, but just yeah. the big ass solid state drive. <laughs> they need to come out on solid state drives that are compatible with the PS5's like speed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's now it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's undeniable. We're gonna be playing it. It's that cyberpunk. Um, yeah, they put out a uh, little gameplay trailer, just reminding me how good this game could possibly bleed ble- be um bleed. <laughs> the, uh, bleed? the act the first the shooting just looks awesome and then just certain scenarios that i've seen of like that you'll run into um uh, just look like it's going to be wild like some of the uh i guess side missions or even just the story content like just the, the areas you'll end up in there's a lot going on it's not all just you in this city um and just the city looking the same in every place that you go um so yeah this this game more and more is getting me excited i can't wait to see how people how people receive it once it comes out yeah man i'm also excited for this have my collector's edition pre-ordered for quite some time now so getting those best buy update emails of the release date being pushed back it's not a good feeling however the wait is almost over I'm very excited at the prospect of being able to explore the innards of Night City to see exactly how high it goes, how low it reaches, to find little spots and little areas where perhaps like, oh, this this would be my little hangout spot. It's got a shop over there. We got we got the the mechanical boxers over here. We got <laughs> we got the shady dudes in the diner over there. So I don't know. It all depends on the systems and the content contained within the game. So it's going to be very exciting getting acquainted with what it has to offer. What else we got, Adam? We got our next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. Topic of the week. So as you know, even though we're stuck inside, time still continues Days keep spinning, and we're drawing close to one of those time-honored traditions. I'm not talking about turkey and gravy. I'm talking about the Game Awards. That Game Awards? The, the Jeff Kahili Game Awards? <laughs> the Jeff Kaley Awards? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeff Keeley. Get Put some respect on his name. Uh, the Game Awards 2020, those are going to be airing on December 10th, which I believe is the same day the Cyberpunk is coming out. So one of y'all pulled a, a major dick move on that. <laughs> oh, Cyberpunk is in there not to die. You're going to swallow by the Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> So as you guys know, they have several categories of games and the list of nominees has been released. Man, it was a bunch of categories. Mm. But we'll get to some of the some of the important ones. I know everybody's just gonna wait or they're gonna fast forward. So we're gonna get right to that game of the year category. The nominees are Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima, 
Hades and The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I could do the uh, the troll growl. I would do that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So, so Hades, Hades got game of the year. Hades on for game of the year. People have had nothing but positive things to say about it. Uh, yeah, I gotta check. I know it's on Switch. I got it's on it's on PlayStation, right? Or is it just on Switch? No, it's on. It's on Steam and it's on Switch. Right. I don't know if it's on Xbox, but I know it's not on PlayStation yet, which breaks my heart because it's super giant. People who made Transistor and Hades looks outstanding. I, I need it. Fuck, I might have to download that. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you might have to tell me all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Make me want it more. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was Game of the Year. I mean, Game of the Year. Uh, so the Game Awards was the first time I was like, oh, you know what? I need to get Doom. I think we went to it live. We saw uh, we saw your boy Killer Mike, and we saw Run the Jewels perform, I, I believe. And then um, the Doom soundtrack was played live. Oh. And then they have the the annual was it the Game Awards PlayStation sale where everything is half off that was nominated. And then that's when I got the first Doom, and that's when I fell in love with Doom. So. You know, Hades might be the the new discovery because I was definitely sleeping on Hades. I, I knew it was a good game. I know it was that love to be game of the year uh, worthy. And so now I got to check this shit out. How you feel? Hey, I, I absolutely love the art style of Hades and just seeing that combat emotion was all I needed to be like, yeah, this must be had. So hearing even some of the toughest critics online say good things about Hades makes me know that it's the real deal. Do uh, uh, you think there's any anything snubbed there? You, you cool with the uh, nomination so far for Game of the Year? I mean, I recognize all of these games. I've played two of them out of what six, so that's not terrible. It's not terribly bad. Uh, I just I don't know enough about everything that came out this year in order to know what might have been snubbed. I know some things were pretty popular that aren't represented here i don't have any complaints i mean i think do we want to make winter predictions do we want to talk talk the tail of the tape here <laughs> let's keep it going let's go through some more nominees. we'll keep it going <laughs> best game direction now i warn you as we go through these categories you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of similarities <laughs> a lot of overlap so best game direction Final Fantasy VII Remake, oh. Ghost of Tsushima, oh. Hades, oh. Half-Life Alex, oh. The Last of Us Part II. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Best <All right>. narrative. <laughs> Best narrative. 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Oh. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh. Ghost of Tsushima, mm. Hades, mm. The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> Best art direction. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm. Ghost of Tsushima, mm. Hades, mm. Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Oh. The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's like the, the, the four games come out this year. <laughs> Best score in music. Yeah. Mm. New Eternal. Mm. 
that is well deserved. Doing better win. Oh yeah. <laughs> My man deserves his award. I want to see them perform again. <laughs> Live. Yes. So Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm-hmm. Hades, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ori and the Will of the Wisps, mm-hmm. <laughs> The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> So best audio. <laughs> if Hades, if Hades is on this list, okay. I'll I'll bust your bubble now. Oh wow! Okay. All right, best audio design: <laughs> Doobie Turtle, mm. Half Life, Alex, mm. Ghost of Tsushima, mm. Resident Evil Three, mm. The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll just give you one more category because it's so I'll give you one more category and I'll give you what games for impact. <laughs> My favorite category. Yeah, so I'm not gonna miss that. And, and best indie game. All right. All right, so best performance. Mm-hmm. Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> Laura Bailey as Abby. In the last of us part two, <laughs> Daisuke Suji as Jin, it goes to Sushima. Uh, all right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes the troll that takes innocent lives. Uh, Logan Cunningham uh-huh. in Hades. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jaterm, Miles Morales. Marvel Spider-Man mm-hmm. Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neil Druckmann didn't get an award. Neil Druckmann. Oh, is there best director? Let me see. Yeah, yeah just best direction see. was in there, I guess. Best direction, but they took that just as a game as a whole. Yeah. Content creator of the year, he's not on there. So they, <laughs> oh, they content creator. Who who does the voice of uh was it Joel? Who does his voice? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Was like, so, like Nolan. Yeah. Oh, Nolan. Oh, it might have been Nolan North. Yeah. But, that oh, makes well. sense to me. But yeah, you know, Ellie's the better actor. She, no, but <laughs> isn't Nolan North Nathan Drake? I don't think Dr- Drake and Joel are the same person. Okay. Yeah. But I could be terribly wrong because I have no fucking idea. Yeah, keep but it going. I'll look let it up me hit you. Doing. Let me hit you up with best indie game and then all the other categories and nominees you can. Research. We, we also got to do games for impact. Did I do games? For, oh, I didn't. Okay. Oh, First, games for impact, then we'll yes. finish out with best indie game. Yes. Games for impact nominees are <laughs> If Found, mm-hmm. Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, mm-hmm. Spirit Fair. Oh, we know that one. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me why. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And lastly, through darkest of times. Oh, which sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only ones I know on there are Kentucky Route Zero TV edition, which I was immediately captivated by the art style of Kentucky Route Zero. I heard it's a game that doesn't have combat. It's more of just exploring, pointing, clicking, reading stuff, getting details. So that's intriguing to me. I might check that out. And I also heard a Spirit Fair, which I believe was a Nintendo Switch indie. AMC. Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, I was asking. Oh, um, 
I believe so. Yeah, I just remember we I, we. I thought we saw it on a direct, but I'm not sure. So yeah, those are the only two I know of. Through darkest times, I'm going to look that up just to see what could possibly go with that title. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about these nominees for Games for Impact? Uh, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm happy with them. Spirit Fur actually looked good. I don't know anything about any of the other games, but I will be reading up on them now. I'm surprised that Last of Us wasn't nominated in this category because it seems like it's a game for Impact for, for all the people who wanted to believe in something bigger than themselves. Um, but <laughs> We'll have to settle with what was uh, nominated. Um, I believe, um, what is it? It was that that last dragon or the person dragon. That, oh, the cancer dragon. Oh, that that dragon cancer. That dragon cancer. That was the, the OG. person man TV yeah. dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, the OG of the uh, games for impact. And yeah, I like to see that this category keeps going because anytime I'm looking at games, I'm always thinking, is this a possible games for impact? So I went ahead and looked up through the darkest of times. It is described as a historical resistance strategy game. The description on Steam says Berlin, 1933. Adolf Hitler is chancellor. We all know the consequences this message bore. Unspeakable horrors and suffering would sweep across the world. Few would stand and fight the monstrosity that was the German Reich. Will you lead an underground resistance group? Through the darkest of times. Wait, so why isn't Wolfenstein on Games of Impact? It sounds uh, like the same game. Let's <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, hmm. see, man. See, Through the Darkest of Times is a historical Renaissance strategy game focusing on conveying the somber mood of the period and the very real struggles of average people living in the Third Reich. Okay, yeah, it sounds more in lines with uh, what was that game, Valent Hearts or whatever, where it's like you and the dog. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds more along those lines. But yeah, yeah cool. Sounds Sounds interesting. It's awesome. Is there anything that you're looking to possibly take any awards home? Anything you think got snubbed in any categories? Uh, you know, I don't see anything snubbed there because basically my two games that I've played this year and the, the, the games that I was most interested in were Ghost of Tsushima and Doom Eternal. And I felt like they showed up in the categories that they needed to show up in. Sound design, Doom. I mean, any game that has gun action and awesome like heavy metal in the background should be nominated. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then pumped uh, all the time, and then uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, as we as they've stated, it's basically like playing a movie, um, and it felt like that many times. It was one of the most beautiful games, uh, very minimalist sound design, but the sound design there was exactly what you needed for that style of game and uh direction um as i had mentioned with ghost of tsushima while playing it um some of the best side missions as far as like cast of characters that you come across with and want to get to know uh so they they tug on all the right heartstrings they hit all the right themes and tones um so yeah i those are my two big games of the year so far and i'm i'm glad to see that they're getting their due last of us obviously i didn't play i know that um you know People have their opinions about it, but <laughs> by all rights, by all accounts, you told me it's a great game. And so it, it makes total sense that it would be mentioned where it was and however so often that it was nominated. I mean, how do you feel about all the nominations for The Last of Us? The fact that we could just see a total domination and sweep by Last of Us in all categories. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me because if you put your personal feelings and personal preferences aside, 
looking at it just as a game and as a product, there's nothing else out there that's like it. Like it clearly stands above the pack in everything that it does from its writing to its design, to its performance, to its audio, to its visuals, like to, to its overall structure. It just, the, the overall feeling like there was the challenge was set by the Witcher three and just the, the best talent in the industry seems to have all met that challenge in some way or another, Naughty Dog met it with The Last of Us 2. Sucker Punch met it with Ghost of Tsushima. Red Dead met it with, I mean, excuse me, Rockstar met it with Red Dead. And I'm sure there's other fantastic games out there, but there's a new bar has been set in the games that reach it. Like, there's not a lot of them, but there's enough of them so that they can, they, clearly just stand above the pack. That's why you're seeing so many nominations for the same stuff. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if The Last of Us 2 took home the most awards or the the top honor. I think Ghost of Tsushima is a worthy game of the year contender. And honestly, I feel just the story of Ghost of Tsushima and its success is a better game of the year story than something for the last of us Two, which is like, it's a sequel. It's bigger and better than, than its predecessor in every way. But it's like, we've been there before. Ghost of Tsushima, something new. It came, from, it came from somewhere unexpected and it just, it exceeded expectations. It overcame criticisms is overall just an outstanding game. So that's where I stand on that. Shouts out to us, a super giant man. Um, Hades showing up in so many categories. Um, possibly one of their most, I guess, critically successful games. If you look at like just the nominations that this game has received, um, so yeah, I love to see that. I mean, I'm literally like just I can't wait to get off of this podcast so I can go and buy that game and then not play it for another year, but um, yeah. it's it's definitely right there for me now. It's uh, and even the fact that it's standing tall with these big budget triple a style games it um definitely has my that's like piqued my curiosity and you gotta tip your hat to animal crossing as well because it's also not necessarily the biggest like triple a game but it resonated with so many people at such a critical time in our lives this year that it's like you can't deny it as a phenomenon and if you get it, then you get it. Yeah, and it's uh, it's one of those games that, yeah, it's been a story for so many different reasons. Like one, like uh, we covered the other week, it's Nintendo. It's the Switch's second best-selling game, and it just came out this year for a console that's been on the market for roughly three years. Um, on top of that, it's a game that's showing up in the headlines because people have used it to. Um, to protest uh, some of the things that were going on in Hong Kong to the point where they actually had to patch that out in, in, in China. Um, and then and, uh, Nintendo took a stance with politics on Animal Crossing, basically saying that they don't want it on their platform. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a game that's resonated with people for so many different reasons and a game that's all about kind of like um, 
uh, that has a very peaceful community, but a peaceful and active community. And because of that, we we see we've seen its impact in social media and just the how people have shared, um, connected, and just discussed like their interactions with celebrities that are willing to come and jump into the worlds and check out their villages. So it's a game that's also connected people, but not in a way where. You know, there's been so much negativity around social media, and this is a social game that has pretty much been positive for the most part, depending um, if you're authoritarian or not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. And and then, I mean, what do we have to say about Final Fantasy VII Remake? It's, it's the dream game that basically lived up to its hype. It didn't fall on its face like Doom Eternal did. It looks outstanding visually. It's the best iteration of Square Enix's real-time combat system. They have the classic mode, which seems to have at least sufficiently bridged the gap between a turn-based experience and a real-time action experience. You know, unfortunately, it's coming in episodes, but those episodes are fairly meaty pieces of content. Uh, We should be seeing the second episode come along sometime. Yeah, the fact that they were able to release this as an episodic game, and yet there's not, I'm not hearing a ton of discussion about it lacking as far as content. Like mm. people played it and they enjoyed it and they're looking forward to the next one. But it doesn't seem like there was um, very little meat on the bone to work with when they jumped into, I guess, this reduced version of the game. And so because of that, that shows that they were able to um, successfully pull that, that aspect of the game off that which could have been a huge detriment i felt like to um at least some of the community i mean i'd be lying if i didn't know that i've seen at least one person online refer to it as filler fantasy 7 <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah. well if you love that i'll bet you'll love this because <laughs> that's not the only person hating uh, nah, nah. they always hate they always uh, out there <laughs> We got you troll of the week. Troll of the week. Troll of the week. Troll of the week. (laughs) So, as you can probably tell, people who troll on the Game Awards, they would, of course, garner a a metric ton of eyeball focus just by being the Game Awards, just by being Jeff Keighley's product, just by Kojima and them being friends. (laughs) 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 But even more so now because of the nominees and how often they're showing up, people got stuff to say. So first, Troll says, make Brie Larson a special guest host and announce The Last of Us 2 is Game of the Year. That's how you piss off the internet man babies. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Was it the the pro-male audience? (laughs) (laughs) The MRA audience? Yeah. We have our rights, too. <laughs> oh, mercy. We want to be leads in games again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're in the lead of every game, every time. So yeah. <laughs> uh, next troll says, my Wasteland 3 will get pushed aside for lame fantasy one-seventh of a game. One-seventh? <laughs> lame fantasy seventh. <laughs> Are they going to be seven episodes of Final Fantasy seven? <laughs> If if I was in Vegas <laughs> and I had at least one drink in me, even without a drink in me, but you know, just say like 
if it was time to bet some money when this was announced to be episodic, I would have put at least 90% of my worth on the game being in seven parts. <laughs> this is the game where you enter into like a, there, it's a secret, it, it's a secret status that if you get your character's hit points to 7,777, then they, they like enrage, they go berserk, their hit points shoot up, and they get really fast. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're just... Voof, black, voof, black. <laughs> so there's, a, there's an honoring of the number seven, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. So don't be surprised. Yeah. Next troll says, so the depressing, nowhere near as great as it's made out to be, doggy murdering piece of muck gets inundated with nominations. Big shocker. Oh, I forgot about it. how many dogs did you kill while you were playing Last of Us? Oh, at least at least half a dozen. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to get most of them quick and quietly. You know, hit them with an arrow. I think I burned a couple, uh, stabbed a bunch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they found me. Like I didn't, I didn't have the time or the desire to try to figure out how to circumvent detection from these animals because they were just cramping my style. It's like, oh, there's a dog and shot him in the face with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> ah! it, it, it sucks because like the dogs have names. The people seem to be attached to them. <laughs> I mean, it, wait, you play Uncharted, you're just murdering humans constantly. You play GTA, yeah. you run down people in your car. And now people if have you choose to, it's not an objective. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how they play it. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can just kill people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that say about us? Or at least the what certain people find entertaining when that's the default like question of what can happen in GTA. Oh, it's open world. Yeah, you can you can do all kinds of stuff. Like you go to a shooting range, you could go play golf, you go to tennis court. Can I run over these people with my car? <laughs> can I kill hookers? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I can I can use her, kill her, and get my money back. And get money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I'll get away with it. <laughs> Anyway. Nobody has a problem with that. <laughs> no one, nobody. No one. <laughs> That's what real gamers want. Yeah. <laughs> Next troll says, this seems like a lazy list. Lazy. I mean, what's what's missing? I how how much effort can you put into a list of the best games of the year? Yeah. <laughs> and games with the best qualities or the best games within a certain genre like there's gonna be one thing that's at the top there's going to be a couple of things that are pretty close to it and then there's going to be two more things that were really good but could have been better <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's generally how this goes there's usually one clear winner sometimes it's not so clear but there's going to be one winner <laughs> it's like that's like why doesn't Usain Bolt lose <laughs> yeah this is lazy <laughs> Why does he have all the gold medals? It's such a lazy track beat. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, his speed drops off tremendously in the 200 meter dash. <laughs> and it was literally all the big games of the year. And if you feel like, if you're. Your criticism is more that certain games shouldn't be on the list. I mean, that's that's which a lot of people have made criticisms of. 
Yeah, that's just you hating on the side. Um, as far as I'm concerned, if it's a good game, then yeah, why not put it on the list? Untitled Goose Game should always be on the list every year. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. If, if people enjoyed it, there's nothing wrong with it being on the list. But yeah, everybody has their opinions. Case in point, The Last of Us 2 will get Game of the Year. This is unfortunate because it does not deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves that game. <laughs> yeah, it definitely deserves it. Yeah. And all the other games on the list deserve it as well. So whichever one gets it, it works out perfectly fine. And the thing is, like, are people saying it shouldn't be on the list just because they disagreed with the story? Like, are they saying the gameplay wasn't that good? Are they did they not like the characters? And so they're saying it shouldn't be on the list? Because how much of it is actually game stuff versus content when it comes to uh, Last of Us 2? The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Charles says, The Last of Us 2 was hot garbage. You know it. I know it. Your cat knows it. Are you killing those? <laughs> well, the cats really liked all the puppy murder, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yes. yeah. So you don't speak for all cats, dude. Yeah. Uh, next troll says, Cyberpunk has failed us from stopping the game's media from worshiping The Last of Us 2 and its overrated narrative. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing Cyberpunk was supposed to come out and suck all the air out of the room that had sound waves carrying the name of the last of us <laughs> cyberpunk the the last of us killer yeah <laughs> it was supposed to be but yeah. they screwed it up now it's just gonna be the best game next year <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then all the people who who would have been like well the last of us 2 won but cyberpunk was the real game of the year <laughs> yeah. now they gotta settle on last yeah. of us 2 now they gotta settle on Go- ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, the, the Assassin's Creed Ubi clone. Yeah. Best game of the year. <laughs> I don't think we got to that troll yet. <laughs> Next troll says the, <laughs> the Game Awards is 90% ads, 7% Jeff sipping for Kojima, 2% music from some shitty band, and 1% awards. Let's see, we got Run the Jewels, we got uh, Ray Schremer. <laughs> Schremer. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had the, the Doom Eternal band perform. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these are all great performances as far as I know. Yeah. And then uh, the Chic Hydro man needs to make a return, I feel. Exactly. Yeah. Needs his own game. Yeah. Next troll says, wow, I played almost none of these. Well, that's why you don't have an award show. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you have shitty taste. Yeah. What did you? Uh, yeah. I want to know what that person played. Like, well, you know, yeah. Like at the same token, it could be one of those people that plays Call of Duty, Madden, 2K, FIFA. It, and that's the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like that's still a cross section of quality games. Yeah. I if that was the list of game of the year award nominees, I'd be like, oh, I've played absolutely none of these. And also, it's um, this whole criticism about RIP single player. It looks like all those games were, other than maybe Animal Crossing, were all single player games. Um, so yeah, it's uh, and Ghost of Tsushima got a multiplayer mode. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, it's. The games that people would have wanted to be there seem to have been nominated. Avengers was sadly not on the list, apparently. Well, then you're like, 
You're like this strong. <laughs> Ghost of Sushi being on there is a joke. It's not even the best Assassin's Creed game this year, let alone game of the year. Damn, Ghost Damn. of Sushi. <laughs> you know about that that Ghost of, that Ghost of Spicy Tuna. What, what you know about that? What they give a holla on the list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man! Next people still th- people still think that it's an Assassin's Creed clone. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's it's a Witcher clone. Yeah, <laughs> and like not a particularly fleshed out one either, but mm-hmm. still sufficiently. And overall, it's an awesome game. You're just you're only hurting yourself <laughs> by not <laughs> appreciating the greatness that is Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Next show says. I think Bug Snacks got robbed, honestly. Mm. That snub, snub of the year, snub of the year. <laughs> I, I mean, how do you feel? I know Bug Snacks is uh, was on your was in your radar. As far that was as, on my watch list. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to be the game that people are going to jump on and realize was the game that changed everything. Yeah, I'd have lost a lot of money on that. <laughs> Bug Snacks. <laughs> I saw a video review of it or somebody's video critique of it. It it did not look well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But it's out. It's real. It's free. So go on and get that while you can. (laughs) Judge for yourself. Yeah. Next troll says, Animal Crossing for Game of the Year. Fuck them other games. (laughs) Because I ride for my games. (laughs) Fuck them other games because I ride for my games. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was Mr. Magic. <laughs> that's, who, that's who came on the IG comment section to post it there. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, Mercy. Next says, I came here for the salt from The Last of Us Two haters. I was not disappointed. Yeah, you know that hate wasn't going to be there. Oh, it's in season. It's, <laughs> it's falling off the tree. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Nextro says CD Projekt Red delayed their cyber whack because they don't want to compete with three masterpieces from Sony. You know about that cyber whack? <laughs> you know about whack <laughs> in 2020? Yes, yeah, in, in the 22nd century. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware it's the 21st century. Get out of here. But yeah, okay. So these shows, man, come on. It's just an award show. These are professional critics. It's a jury. It's not one person's opinion. It's not Jeff Keighley's list. It's the Game Awards list. The Game Awards jurors are all at fault here. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. But overall, it's just one outlet's opinion. I'm sure you can find an outlet that more than comports with your personal viewpoint. But if not, maybe your personal viewpoint is a little fuzzy. All right, let's get into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. And this is my final story, A-Dub. This just this is a story I picked up uh, released by Valve and them just making note in, in their announcement that um, Steam will now have DualSense support for the DualSense controller. Uh, more players are using controllers on Steam. 
So this is coming by way of Valve. In the past two years, the number of daily average users playing a Steam game with controller has more than doubled, with millions enjoying the growing catalog of controller-friendly titles every day. Uh, a couple more notes. In controller-friendly games, the percentage of players for that game that use a controller can easily be 60% or higher. Skateboarding games have 90, 90% of players using a controller. Um only reason why I pulled this story up uh, is that, you know, we're hearing all this PC master race. Yeah. It's all about the mouse and the keyboard. This uh, one slave video games. So much precision. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you had mentioned that. So does this mean that PC players are using more controllers or there's more console players moving to PC? And they don't go into that detail, but it does show the influence of the console community on PC gaming. You know, there's... <clears throat> There's this belief that um, if it's not real-time strategy or a first-person shooter, then there's no reason to play it on a PC. But we're seeing uh, we're seeing PlayStation games with like Horizon and whatnot now going PC. There's talks from Xbox. Obviously, they're trying to push Game Pass on PC. Um, and so, yeah, there's there's this initiative to get PC gamers to start trying out console games, and the best way to do that is to have that, that controller readily available for them to play those games and yeah I, th I think we're going to see more of an influence now in the pc space from console just because console is the big mover of the industry as as much as the pc master race would like to deny that but you know the consoles are where we originate gaming where all the gaming yeah. comes from <laughs> yeah. i mean if anything they're probably just using controllers for for comfort yeah, yeah, for comfort. That's like, like you, that. you don't want to play every game mouse and keyboard. You'll mess your joints up real bad. Yeah, and then you want that rumble feature. You want to feel that. You want to feel that haptic, that haptic exactly. feedback. So then, PC games are going to be getting haptic data. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see how, how if people can mod that, have it, have it interact differently. Dudes are going to be installing haptics in their keyboards yeah. <laughs> and their mics. <laughs> well, I mean, one day that's definitely going to be... One day everything's going to have haptics. Every, Even objects that are seemingly inanimate will give you some form of haptic response to communicate some kind of data to you. I predict that. I believe in it. That'd be pretty crazy. I mean, you can... What is it? You can hotkey like certain things so that the a has a little less give when you push it <laughs> maybe it gives you a little oh you're talking about adaptive you want yeah. adaptive keys <laughs> yeah oh man that would be nuts can you imagine the custom keyboards yeah. that will emerge <laughs> Yeah, they could. It's got haptics, got adaptive keys. You can <laughs> set your resist. You can set the resistances so you know what part of the keyboard you're using. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh, and you can make all you can make all the keys that you can, so you can set it so all the keys that you use are usable, and all the keys that you don't use don't push. So it'll help you, like, even if you're not looking at the keyboard, you just get your hand off a little bit. You can navigate your way to the keys that work. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Key just doesn't work. Yes. Uh, do you have any uh, any other stories before we get out of here? No, nah, man, I'm tapped out. I think we had a 
think we had a fun show today. Say the least. The Last of Us Two providing more and more content for the control the issues. But <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any final final words? I mean, I know we're going into Thanksgiving. People are going to be around their families. People are going to be. Uh, maybe a little less responsible than they should be um, with the spiking. Uh, what do you, what do you have? Do you have any disclaimers, any P PSAs? Well, I hope people are wise enough to not be around people that they haven't already been around. So just cut that down. I know it's difficult. I know that you, <laughs> you've gone your whole life doing this thing and you can't do it now. And it's driving you insane because you feel like someone's trying to control you you feel like somebody's trying to tell you what to do. You feel like you're being treated like a child. I get it. It. I understand. It sucks, but we're in a pretty sucky situation right now, and we got to do our best for each other. Like It's not just about you. It's not just about the people you love. It's about everybody. We're all in this together, and I had it, I had at once hoped that something like this would help people realize that, but in fact, it has made people even more entrenched in their own individualism. So, you know, let's get it under control. Let's get this right. And let's get through this so we can go back to doing the things that we miss so much. This is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is a We are Control Issues. Best and